welcome to the show, everyone. We have a guest. Adam, Adam, say hi. Hi, this is Adam. <laughs> That's Adam Unfiltered, as we affectionately call him. You may know him from such hits as Golf Unfiltered, Back Nine Network. Uh, speaking of that, we brought him on to tell us a little bit about Back Nine Network and its history in light of the recent Golf Channel announcements. Uh, man, we have a show all over the board today, so I won't bore you with everything. We really we do. We're kind of, we were really relying on Adam to like keep us structured. Well, yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> and I couldn't be happier. I couldn't be happier at how much that didn't happen. No. Um, hey, we're in phase four in Illinois as a Friday for golf. So we'll talk about that a little bit. And we didn't talk about that at all. Yeah, we did. Uh, we mentioned it. We did. Yeah. <laughs> all right. You know what? I'm not even gonna bother. Case in point, right there, everybody. Um, all right, you guys. Uh, you guys ready to start this podcast? Sure. Okay. All right, start it, Chris. So who are you? I'm Bill Bush. Some bad news. So who are you? I'm Chris McEwen. They're infected. Infected. Day 72, Lockdown Golf Podcast, and oh boy, do we have a special guest for you folks. I'm talking about none other than the great friend of the program, Adam Unfiltered of Golf Unfiltered. Adam, thank you for joining us tonight. What's a program? That is (laughs) program spelled P-R-O-G-R-E-M-M-E. That's how hockey players say program. Yeah. I am so excited to be on a program. This is my first program I've ever been on. I <laughs> yeah, think. yeah. We say things like defense instead of defense and right. organization. And you go to university. Yeah, oh, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Or well, not really. Most of us go juniors. You know what I'm saying? We don't oh, take right. that university path anymore in the states. Right. It's true. Hey, by the way, Bill, we missed yesterday. You know what yesterday was? The, no. You don't? No. Oh, Other it than, was I the mean, anniversary of the Blackhawks drafting. Good old number 88. Oh, I Ooh. did see that. And I saw someone, uh, I want to say Barstool Chief of Barstool Sports posts a picture of him. He's like, does this look like the face of the greatest American-born player of all time? And somebody just replied, <laughs> yeah. somebody just replied, yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that was quick. Yep. But uh, yeah, shout out Patrick Kane. It's been an up and down, uh, up and down battle on and off the ice with him, but he seems to be settling into a solid veteran presence in the team, in the locker room. It only took, um, the threat of being traded. Yeah. Right. When he completely fell off. Well, I guess he kind of fell off the wagon quite not, well, not literally, but he was a mess. <laughs> Just put it that way. Yeah. To put it, he was not to having put a good lightly. time. <laughs> um, before we dive into things, Chris, let's start yes. with, you said you have a, you have a funny story. Your wife sent you. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. You want to jump into that? Yeah. It's a big golf podcast. So let's cover the story. Yeah. So this is a non-golf headline that, uh, I think, um, well, one, it gives light to what my wife finds funny. Mm-hmm. She's, uh, she's very mature and she's very grown up. Um, but she, in the middle of the day yesterday, she, IM'd me, um, this article and the headline is Austrian man fined for farting with full intent at police. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the lead is life's a breeze until you get fined for cutting the cheese. 
Oh, that's a real that's thing that was on the globalnews.ca. An Austrian man has been charged 500 euros for breaking wind loudly and intentionally in front of a police officer. The Associated Press reports. I mean, if you this told me a it was real like, thing. you know, <laughs> it's like a, a $50, you know, um, some sort of public indecency thing. While still crazy, I'd be like, okay, I see. That's just making a point and sort of establishing <laughs> dominance. But 500 euros? Yeah, yeah. So, so he, farted, he farted in his general direction then. Is that he a did, mom? in fact, fart in their general direction. According to officials, the man stood up from a park bench, looked at the police nearby, and, quote, let go a massive intestinal wind, <laughs> apparently with full intent, end quote. <laughs> I feel like there's and, an experiment to be done. Walk around Chicago and see see how many of these we can get away uh, with. <laughs> Except so that was like, all. That's the story. We, that, was, that was the story. That's pretty good. 500 intestinal euros. Intestinal wind. That's wow. right. The next name of my band is going to be Intestinal Wind. <laughs> that's, 500, that's 500 euros well spent, I think, just to get that. Just, if anything, right? to earn that headline. Be like, yeah, I'm the fart guy. <laughs> so you're the ass man right right, right. Uh, um all right so i think we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna end up all over the place on this show obviously it's unfortunate because adam unfiltered is known for a pretty uh rock solid golf podcast and not <laughs> the, the the debacle that is this show uh, um you guys do it a lot more often, though. That's the thing. I don't know how you guys do this every day. That's impressive. yeah. Neither, well, neither do neither we, bro. Do we, man. Neither do we. <laughs> Especially when we're like, God, it's eleven o'clock at night. We still have to record the intro. We're on fire. This is great. <laughs> um, yeah. In retrospect, probably shouldn't have committed to a daily podcast, but the stubborn sons of bitches that Chris and I are, of course, could be like, you know what? We've been off more than we can chew. We should probably pair it back. We're like, nope, we said we're going to do it daily. Right. right. Well, and not only phase, that. And then phase three came and gone. Really. Right. Oh. <laughs> you're no longer locked down. Right. Well, right. we're not technically, but Chris and I, in the way we are overly cautious, we're like, mm, we're still locked down. We I still feel it. we I still feel it. like prisoners. Who's, whose house was that bike at? That, that was wasn't mine. mine. That was mine. Usually it's, yeah, it's usually it's my house that makes all the noise. I get the sirens and the motorcycles and things. Oh, I kind of liked it. I felt like I was at home in a quiet western suburb of Chicago. <laughs> no, nope, yep. man. I'm at Redneck Lake. I, so <laughs> I meant to tell this story the first night we got here, but the poop story overtook uh, most of it. The amount. So my father-in-law is very very white like part finnish czech german you know but like he does have basically in finland it's like you're either blonde hair blue eyes or like you have dark hair kind of olive skin it's you know supposed to be like the native finland genetics and he he has that a little bit and at least that's what they tell me it is anyway the amount of times I have seen some hillbilly ride by on an ATV while he's like in the driveway or something and call him the N word. Oh, like he what? Yeah. And I mean it like he he is one, not just like I'm saying something offensive, like it's a racial slur, like he's black Um, oh is astounding. Now, I'd be wow. shocked if it's anybody who lives in this immediate community because it's largely. Um, 
I would tell you this is largely people from our area buying summer homes. Sure. Um, but the ATV trails come right by. So it is fascinating and, up here. And you've witnessed Whoa. this? You've witnessed these these instances? <laughs> That's the thing. It happened one time with my brother. Well, you know, one time my brother-in-law was outside with him. He's like, get this. This just happened. We wow. were totally perplexed. And my father-in-law was like, maybe it's because I'm wearing a cub shirt. I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't know what drew their attention. And then it's happened multiple times. Like, that's wow. the part that kills me. It's like, God, Jesus. these people really don't get out of the woods up here, I guess. But, yeah, it's interesting, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Speaking of this place, um, note. I took some of my, I, I think I saved myself a disaster, sprayed myself with some of my golf sunscreen today and i am not so sunburnt but notably sunburnt and i look on the bottom of it expiration date may 2019 so <laughs> good thing before i checked that out and had this run in before i got sunburned at a golf course thinking like oh i'm fine this is good caught a lot of fish and did some good day drinking so it was worth the sunburn that's always a good time just a nice healthy sunburn with some expired suntan lotion on the lake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's, that's it's perfect. I mean, that's vacation dreaming right there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't even know sunscreen expired. Oh yeah. I I really like, yeah. Huh. The stuff I've had in my golf bag has got to be at least three years old. Spray goes faster than the lotions as I've learned courtesy of skin sunscreen. Interesting. Um, so is it right. like it, it loses oh. its like effectiveness? Is that how, yeah, like, like basically yeah. like it's not as SPF as it was before. And I'm like, OK, so instead of 50, maybe it's like a 30. I'm like, no, I think instead of SPF 50, it's like SPS zero now. <laughs> like, I think that's how it works. <laughs> or, you know, maybe just from the like oil and aerosols in the spray, it's like now SPF negative 50 and you're just baking yourself like uh, like Kramer sun tanning on the roof with his uh with his butter yeah um all right so we have some adam unfiltered stuff we we got him on tonight well one because we've been talking about it forever so we like it's about 72 shows in what's our excuse um (laughs) but one i want to know um the answer to is what's his face elite here's my question (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I in true Adam unfiltered fashion he decided he was all riled up on Twitter and started you know pouring out against the world today assuming I'm just guessing how the story tends to go um, I don't know what Adam who who are we asking if they're elites I don't know I just heard this was uh, something you got into today Here's what I was. Here's what happened. This was actually yesterday. It was no, yesterday. Two, right. yesterday. Two, okay. Yeah. Yes. What, what is today? Today, Tuesday. Two days ago, this happened on a Sunday. I was watching the end of whatever the hell uh, tournament it was, Harbor Town. Mm-hmm. And oh, Web, don't. Are Harbor we gonna talk about a Web Simpson's elite? That's, That's exactly the one. You, what I was gonna say you responded to it. I think, Bill. <laughs> Oh, well, Chris, come on. That, that's why I brought it up because you you specifically said, do you want to come on the show and to discuss? P.S. I don't want to discuss this. Oh, the, that oh was the joke. That's Chris, why I brought it up. Chris, I think you forget what my last few days have looked like. I'm just happy I, today I actually know my name. All right. Um, so, yeah, Webb Simpson was the one and I did reply. I did you reply did. to the You did. You that's definitely right. did. Anyway, uh, 
let's discuss that. Um, <laughs> well, here's the real, issue. Here's, here's the golf, issue. Real golf guy talk here. Here's the issue. So I said it as a joke because I'm never serious, usually not serious on Twitter. And it was just a one sentence. And the reason I said it was obviously because he was leading the tournament, playing very well. But there are some, some on the tweeter that uh, will remain nameless who have said that he's the best player in the world right now. Oh, and that was my reaction. I wish this was a video recording. <laughs> so, the, the, like the the body movements and look on my face of astoundment. Somebody said captured. that like publicly, like they stated. Oh that. yeah, multiple times. And uh, I would. They was went it so Simpson? far. It was not Webb Simpson. <laughs> went so far as to say, if it wasn't for his driver, who you know he's not the best driver of the golf ball. Correct. Uh, he he would be the best player in the world. Wow. You mean yeah, the guy I, who like he's he's admittedly a pretty solid putter now, but nowhere near as good with the anchor and spent seven years chasing it. Yeah, that's it's the only one. The, only the driver. Oh, and known like my good friend Ian Poulter, known for getting the shanks out of nowhere <laughs> and have three of them in a round. Yep, he's it's just a driver letting Webb down. That's all. I mean, that's what, the since guy. like that's the since guy. like post coronavirus comeback, he's the best player <laughs> in the world right now. Like, he was the best player in the world on Sunday. I don't know. No, I don't. I don't, I don't understand it. I mean, it was. I mean, I it, guess if it wasn't, if I was better with my driver, I would also be the best player in the world. Right. Yeah. So I can. I guess I can relate to that. Yeah, that's. You know, it's about time you <laughs> like, you and Webb found something in common. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Well, and and obviously the replies were as you would expect them to be. Some were like, "Oh yeah, he's absolutely this," and m- much fueled by the. Uh, very popular uh, names that were actually declaring him the next coming. And it's just like, look guys, I'm just, there needs to be like a, there's the blue check Mark on Twitter. There needs to be like the blue S for I'm being sarcastic right now. Right. Well, like, that's this what is a sarcastic account. I, yes. I don't know why I'm surprised by this, but I feel like I have like six thoughts running through my head and you know, you're in a way you're addressing all of them, but I'm like, God, I don't, I mean, all jokes aside, your, your podcast production, you've been doing it a while. You know what you're doing. It's not nothing. It's not like, uh, in terms of golf podcasts, uh, like small Joe Schmo show. And I'm not saying you don't take it serious, but I feel like I, I, Chris and I know you fairly well. Mm -hmm. I like, I read those tweets and I'm like, Oh, I know exactly what he's doing. He's busting balls. And to your point, like you're not, (laughs) I, 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 Every now and then you'll write something like, oh, there and you had one this weekend and we joked around about it. But mm-hmm. like I'm like something is stoking this fire. But I wouldn't tell you I'm like, oh, real, real big golf journal here. Take it, make it very serious proclamations and statements oh. right now. So it's right. the way people and you do get it, like the people who respond to you like you're. You know, like Jeff Shackelford or Jason Sobel or something. Well, actually, no, mm-hmm. even Jason Sobel, I think, takes himself fairly lightly. Um, he does. He does. Especially, but, I mean, he can't not. He, he writes about sports betting right now. Right. <laughs> but you do get like, so it's funny. All these people were yeah, like so huge golf guy you in their responses to your like, whether it's sarcastic, funny, ball busting or not, you know, just not serious tweets mm-hmm. and 
Like I, I'm struggling to get past that. And then I'm moving into because of, I would say, the circle you have found yourself in due to your, uh, I'm trying to think of like high level ways of saying it. You're like ongoing product over the past few years. Sure. Um, the amount of like actual huge golf guys you you do have that follow and engage with you blows my mind that any of them <laughs> being such big golf guys and I'm going off of you, you know, I respect not naming names, sure, but sure. being like, they're not insignificant people who are out of touch with golf. It is alarming that they're saying this. There are many people out of touch. And I think nine times out of 10, especially now, not when I used to start, when I started doing these, these golf writing things and started my podcast, uh, I, I was much more trying to be serious, trying to talk about the tour in a serious way. But nine times out of 10 now, I, I am completely bullshitting everybody. Like there's just no value in my mind and, and in what I can do. And some would probably agree, but uh, why, why talk about it? There's people that you can go and, and, and listen to or, or read that you're going to get those cutting edge or not even cutting edge. It's the same old, same old. And, you know, it's just rinse, repeat, you know, all sure. that. And why? Why would I do that? And unfortunately, I think the, um, the, the, the terminology you used, Bill, is a good one where you talked about the circle that I find myself in. You're right. I mean, there's multiple circles and you guys know this very well. I would say that the three of us are closer in a particular circle, quote unquote. And then there's another one. They all self-promote. They all talk about whatever. <laughs> Right. And uh, Chris, you know what I'm talking about. And yeah. it's it's nauseating. It, nobody could ever say anything wrong among that group. And then they completely mm -hmm. just boost each other up. And to their credit, there are a few that are very good, that have built a very large audience, right or wrong. And uh, unfortunately, anyone who disagrees with anything they say suddenly are pariahs. Right. They get the wrath of the of the group of the, of the uh, greater of the group of the group. Yeah. Of the group. yeah. Oh, yeah. the school of fish starts attacking. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. What's I went a little funny? deep there. I apologize. <laughs> real deep. Real deep. Uh, welcome. See, we led with is, an article about farts, Adam. Just remember. <laughs> OK, <laughs> this is a problem with Adam unfiltered on Twitter. He, see, he gets mm -hmm. deep like this and you got a problem. Um, yep. yep. As I'm looking out this window, a couple of houses down, there's people on their little like lake beach having a fire. And I'm like, I wonder what it looks like seeing this guy in his window with a microphone and a laptop in front of him. Like, <laughs> does this guy work for the news? I'm like, yep, over here. No, I used to work for Golf Channel. That's me. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I was supposed to interview someone from Golf Channel tomorrow. Really? And they're no longer yeah. with Golf Channel tomorrow? Now, yeah. And I sent them an IM. I'm like, so if you don't <laughs> want to do this tomorrow, and they're like, well, I'll do it, but you can't ask me anything about Golf Channel. I'm like, well, all right, let me think about it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the point then. Yeah. Which I get it. I get it. But like, I get like my whole bit was like, you're with Golf Channel. Mm. That's the panache in it. That's the pull, right. bro. All right. Um, so, I'll probably still have Let's use that as our segue to our super serious Adam Unfiltered. Um, oh, no. Wait, real quick note about the circle. I do think like part of it's being um, we're all local to each other. I think part of it is we if we're not on similar planes, we view things very similarly in this world. Um, 
But I got to tell you guys, if I start like getting close to the circles and you're like, oh, you know, these people and now you're like in the group, I start going, oh, shit, I'm getting I, nope. I got to figure out a way to back out of this. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I'm, too, I'm too close. And not that there isn't benefit in it. And then people are like, well, if you're going to grow your brand and more followers, I'm like, listen, I'm sort of the class clown that does a mediocre job. I'm good with that. I'm all right yeah. with that. I don't I don't want to be in this world where all of a sudden I'm like getting well, Webb Simpson's driving statistics say <laughs> I don't care what they say. He's annoying and he's insufferable. And <laughs> I don't care that he listened to, I think it was Ben Crane about the Toyota Camry uh, trunk liner carpeting for his practice screen <laughs> in his house. Like, I don't care. Oh, what hey, a speaking reference. Of, uh, speaking of annoying and insufferable. Me? Did yeah, you see up? Bryson DeChambeau's driving no. range numbers no, today? Geez. He had no. 200, didn't he? 200 miles per hour ball speed, 365 carry. This guy's going to give himself a hernia at some <laughs> he's point. Gonna, he's like, he's I don't get, He's going to give me a hernia. <laughs> <laughs> hit, hit, what he's what he's working with right now is nothing that looks like a technically sound golf swing. No, zero percent. No, it's not. He's going to just hurt himself. Now he's playing very well, and obviously the guy's still young. But good lord, I mean, he's going to. If I swung anything like that, if I tried to, I'd blow out both ACLs. I, it's ridiculous. You see, like on his follow through, he has to spin on his lead heel, right on his front foot. Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. That's yeah, that's bound to be. You got either a super wet day and you don't grab the ground as well, and who knows what you blow out, or the other way around, you get too much grip and you know just everything sticks. But right. um, oh, I guess he does. He he's the spikeless guy over there, so he might be okay. But anyway, no, 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 that's stupid of me to say. It's not true. I think we should, guys, we should do some sort of content where we all try to do it and see <laughs> who gets what injuries. Well, oh, let's, we should we should talk to JB because he's he's Mr. Uh, single length, right? He's a oh, big proponent of single length. He is. We, we can get is. our hands in some single length and then we'll go we'll go play around like Bryson DeChambeau. No, just yeah, driving. He, I really need driving range. That's it. That's just fine. get just, we just spritz, spritz my ball before I hit it, so I know what it's going to yeah. be. <laughs> Dewey, well played. And you know the funny thing is, it was what two tournaments ago where young Richard Richard Fowler was even saying, uh, you know, and he's always he he never has a mean that a negative thing I'll say about to say about anybody. Um, and he even he's like, yeah, obviously what he's doing is very impressive, and these are killer numbers and everything but at some point there's a limit he's not going to be able to control the golf ball like it's going to hit uncontrollable and he's only going up so i i don't know yeah. how he what i don't know how he's going to go much further than this and succeed and i'm like oh that's that's unlike you richard mm-hmm. i don't disagree but i think he's more likely to blow, blow an acl before he figures out how uncontrollable it really is Oh, yeah. His back, his back's just gonna pop or something. He's gonna something. I just, I, I am curious now, like how fast. I just don't. The problem is, I don't think I could get going when he gets going to put that strain to. I, I'd like hurt no, myself. He's at like two hundred mile per hour swing speed or something insane. I'd like yeah. fracture my hand in the in the effort of trying to like create that speed and be like, how'd you manage that <laughs> doing the Bryce? I'm like, I don't know. Don't worry about it. <laughs> my golf season's over. That's all that matters. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, uh, I got reviews to work on. Can you send me those clubs? I heard you, I heard <laughs> right. you fractured your hand. How are you going to do that? Um, 
I just like to collect clubs in the club graveyard. Can you just help me out now? Fresh your hand or not? <laughs> um, all right. So we, that was supposed to be our segue. Um, Adam Unfiltered, you came up because I right, let me let's start with we're talking about the Golf Channel layoffs. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if you listened to the whole show that released about that, but we are very obviously sympathetic to people losing their jobs. It's, you know, you don't want that for anybody, but I mean, this was, this was easily foreseeable from a million miles away that this was going to happen. Doesn't mean Mm -hmm. it takes a sting out of it, but we knew the day would come. Now this led to, well, there's probably a lot of people, even if they could get their jobs, but up in Connecticut aren't going to go. I don't see too many people left at Orlando that golf channel is like, hey, you know what? You don't need to come to Stanford. Just just work in Orlando and keep working for us. Right. So does that leave a gaping hole in golf media? You know, to replace golf channel. And we were like, well, the problem is the PGA Tour is so embedded with NBC and the whole like Comcast deal and whatnot that I kind of feel like they would just keep it in their inner circle and protect it for right now. So who would succeed? And that's where the back nine network conversation came up. Mm -hmm. And all Chris and I can remember is a few years ago, they made a pretty big go of it being like, nope, we're the real deal. We're on TV now. And then they got on some one of the major cable providers like mm-hmm. dish or somebody, but we can't remember any of the details. And we're thinking if anyone can, it would be you. Let me rephrase anybody from our circle. Sure. It would be <laughs> right. you. Cause at one point yeah. you were sort of employed by them, right? Oh, I was definitely employed by them. Yeah. I, okay. yeah, I, I worked for them for, I think three years, two or three years. Um, not full time, but, but pretty, pretty, Often, I would say I was more definitely more than part time. Um, I, I did a lot of their web content along with another team of writers. And uh, I think there were four of us total. And all of the web content that went up, that was really the only place that Back Nine Network was found before the TV stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what that's what we did. And that's when I referenced earlier when I had to write about the PGA tour, that's that's what I did. And then ultimately, I became kind of their equipment guy. I was like the Jonathan Wall of the back nine network. And I, you know, we joke around about what we do now, you know, years later, but to put, uh, the, my first PGA uh, merchandise show experience was with the back nine network. And I went there to do equipment. That's and when he was. That's when he was Adam Nine Network. Adam Nine Network. That's yeah. right. Yeah, so that was, and that was when things were really getting expensive. And as mm-hmm. we all know, how the story unfolds, that was yeah. ultimately the de- the demise of the network, among many other things. But um, so just to to kind of clarify and set some context, while I, I I was very much involved with with a portion of the content, I did not work in Connecticut. I. I had a very serious conversation with my wife on moving there because it was offered to me. I remember you telling me that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whole relocation package, everything. And, uh, we decided not to, I I guess everything happens for a reason. And, um, but I, I never actually saw the studio that they ultimately built, but was very much on conference calls, email chains and all that stuff. 
So who? So where where are the guys that are that ran that thing now? Do you know? Are they well, like selling insurance or are they? Well, Jamie, on, yeah, go ahead. and on top of that, there was, and like you said, those guys, you know, they did a ton of legwork, got the studio built, and I mean, this thing was moving. So mm-hmm. it, there was some. I mean, I don't. I feel like there at the time they they did put out dollar amounts, but there was serious money pumped oh, yeah. into Back Nine Network to make that all happen, right? Millions. Um, I when I started. Uh, so the, the, as the story goes, a name that I think we all know, uh, Ryan Ballinger was sure. somebody that I knew from my days at SB nation. So I actually used to write, uh, there for a little bit. Uh, Brendan Porath is another name, uh, that I'm just dropping apparently. Um, <laughs> and, uh, he's, so he's part of the shotgun start podcast now with Andy Johnson, another Chicago guy, Andy, yeah. um, and so he was basically my boss at SB Nation. Ryan Ballinger went on and went into NBC Sports, went into a few, a few different areas, and then ultimately landed at the Back Nine Network. And he offered to bring me back on as a writer. Um, uh, unfortunately, Ryan and I have lost touch since then uh, for reasons that I, I can't explain. But um, uh, so I started working there. And at the time, the <laughs> I CEO. I was going to say something, but <laughs> we just got so. Just from a, just just got, from a story that. Yeah, never mind. Uh, we that, just got so enough. Adam unfiltered right there. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, and for uh, the time when I started, Jamie Bosworth was the the CEO. Okay. Um, and he was married to, um, oh God, what was her name? Uh, Jennifer Bosworth, like the main, who ended up becoming the main TV anchor, but mainly did a lot of the the, the video content, like YouTube stuff before we, they sure. actually went, you know, the whole video side. Um, and then Charles Cox, uh, was the CFO at the time. He was the guy that I, mo- I, I worked with often. Um, and the reason I bring him up is because after everything went, you know, where, um, Jamie Bosworth left, got divorced from Jennifer. Um, and, uh, Charles Cox took over and out of bankruptcy back nine network became swing by swing, which is a, a popular app. Oh yeah, GPS app. No, yeah, Yeah. that's that's who they are. Um, Oh, I've never heard of it. Not gonna lie to either of you. Yeah, I mean, golf guy. Don't know what it is. I had used it back in the day. I think early on in my golfing career. Yeah, golf career. Yeah, and you know, we um, I used it for a little bit because I I pretty much had to. Um, (laughs) I I worked for a guy that uh, very very nice guy named Sean Sean Schrager, um, who after. Uh, after Ryan left, um, Schrager came on and then he, he was a genuinely sweet guy. I mean, he just, uh, he ultimately was the guy that laid me off. Um, and he didn't want to, it was actually a pretty tearful thing. Um, which was tough because he knew, and this is kind of like the weird contrast of, of everything that unfolded for me. And you guys have to remember like Shane Bacon was a part of it. Um, yeah. Maddie yeah, Blake. Sure. You know, that was, I think, Shane Bacon's first TV job, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Charles Everett, another another great guy. Uh, they were Maddie Blake completely. Oh, yeah. They yeah, they yeah. went they went head first into this thing and they were damn good for a while. Um, but the content just wasn't there. And uh, anyway, the contrast was Sean in the conversation. I remember this vividly. He was laying me off, being apologetic, and all I kept feeling was, "Look, dude, I have another job." 
Right. I, I can hear in your voice that you are scared shitless on what's going to happen. Yeah. Because he had moved his whole family there. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, there's a lot of, and you could look it up online as the reasons why. And I could tell you that the spending was ridiculous. Um, I don't know where you want to go with the questions, but I can when, tell you when stories. Did, <laughs> when did it, sh- what, when did it shut down? I feel like you could tell me I it just was remember, like one two years ago. Gone. You could tell me it was 11 years ago. Do you know what I mean? It was uh 20, I think it was like uh first quarter of 2015, I think is when it finally came to an end. That's when another great golf blog out of the Midwest really took off and got me mm. moving. Really took <laughs> off. And that's that's pretty funny. Not gonna lie, I'm pretty proud of myself for that bit there. Um, <laughs> so, so, um, okay. What? So we still haven't gotten what provider had them? Was it Direct TV? Was it, it was Dish Direct TV? TV. Yeah, I, I think it was. Uh, no, no, I think it was Directv, and it was available. Like, if you had Directv, it was available on your dial. And oh god, that reminds me because it was close in the stations. There was some really good, like, surf channel they mm-hmm. had, oh, and it went it went under too. But I mean, that I would like be so excited to go over to my in laws' house because they had this surf channel, like. No, I'm gonna watch that for four. It was just HD, like cool, sir. <laughs> and it was, it was super cool. But it was sort of like, there's a reason YouTube and the internet are thriving and being on satellite TV. There's no way this is, you're, it's not gonna happen. No, right. it's not like who, how many, uh, how much of that demographics? Like, I'm gonna buy Direct TV subscriptions to watch six <laughs> surf videos. You know, right? So that was, I remember yeah, the. That was the a while ago. The first time I saw Back Nine Network on TV, I was actually with my wife. We we were uh, at Eagle Ridge, mm. oh, and yeah. you're right there on the border. And yeah, you know, oh look, there's Maddie Blake and Shane Bacon talking about, I don't know, breaking things with golf clubs or whatever it was. <laughs> I mean, at some point things kind of jumped the shark, but it was uh, it was something. It was definitely so you were pretty close to being like, like career changing kind of golf guy yeah um i admit at the time it was a I, I remember having a conversation with my boss at work i remember saying look uh if this goes the way that i think it's gonna go or at least the way it was promised to us yeah because uh, that was the time when they had like ahmad rashad and yeah. uh they had all these big names that were coming on it just kind of packing them into the place and it w- it seemed like a real big deal and i remember talking to my boss saying like i might have to i might have to go and i remember her telling me the boss at the time telling me hey if this is what you want to do you got you got to take that jump and then ultimately that's why i do do some research just that's the right. thing i'll say do some research yeah <laughs> right right fuck you boss oh shit that's all right <laughs> have, um, you ever, have you have you ever thought about uh trying to do it again no no, no i mean well no. I, I i've thought about it but i i don't I don't have the the desire to kind of no. go go out on my own or anything. I like say, that. what does "do it again" mean here, Chris? Get involved no, like, with another like indie to get a golf network. Well, no, just try to get a, a full time golf gig, like whether it be writing or covering the tour or gear or whatever. He's just, just waiting for that. us. He's just waiting for us to get tired of what we do, and he's like, "All right, let me suck you <laughs> into the the, the golf Talk unfiltered." Talking in like October, I might be up for it. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. See, we'll see. Talk yeah, to me well, about you know, episode 80 of this show and we're I'm like, yep, I'm yeah. done. Let's go. 
the, on, the only way I would consider doing it. Is, so, so golf and filtered has, is basically it's, it's a legitimate registered business now. And Oh, if, are you an if, LLC? I was say maybe we should go into why it is now. <laughs> right, right. No, uh, no, it's, uh, you know, doing business as all that sole proprietorship, whatever, okay. but it's, you know, I, I, it, the uncle Sam knows what it is. Let's just put it right. that way. And, okay. um, if I ever decided to do it full time, I would have to considerably ramp that up. And that just takes a lot of. That's what people don't seem to get. And I don't know about, well, I mean, Adam, I know you've gotten this, Chris. I don't know. But I mean, between the old site and this site now, everyone's like, oh, you get pretty good traffic. Oh, it's, you're doing a, th- a thing over there. Did you ever think about doing this full time? And I'm like, yeah, uh, just so you know, to do that. Well, we, we've had this conversation even with JB. And I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. I'm not in a position in my life where it's like throw. Because it isn't just a case of send an email, go, hey, I have uh, 10,000 unique visitors a, a month. Uh, right. You want to give me 1500 bucks? And they're going to go, yes. Right. So <laughs> right. and then when I, right. you start thinking like the amount you would have to do every month. To basically, and you know, never mind this thing, health insurance with a small family, uh, right. the amount you would have to do to make this a thing by yourself, so to speak, at least mm-hmm. right out right out of the gate, is so big these days. I'm like, no, it's more yeah. it, like I, I don't want to hate doing it. It's more fun having fun doing it, you know. And then if that's that's things, exactly it. If things go well. And you get some cool perks out of doing it, whether it's money in your pocket or playing cool golf courses or some gear, maybe a new friend or two. Great. Being on a sweet daily podcast. Hell yeah. Stuff like that. Just climbing the charts. <laughs> hey, uh, Adam, Adam Unfiltered, mm-hmm. you ever been in the top 40 in the UK? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I have no idea. I don't Just know. one episode. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> How about Chris when it like the next release it just plummeted? Yeah, it was at sixty two. <laughs> big because they were big, like, oh, yeah, it's a big yeah. draw in the in the UK, you know, golf podcast, right? Nice. What are these nice. American idiots talking about now? Um, yeah, coronavirus phases. What else? But yeah. you're right, Bill. I mean, it takes so much to do all that, and you know, you, you reference JB. Obviously, we all know JB over at Hackers Paradise. I mean, that dude, good guy. Owe, owe him a lot. He's completely nuts when it comes to just his work ethic and everything else that he has. He has to yeah, do. That dude never stops, man. Never. He, he never he, stops. He keeps insane hours. Uh, and I've told him this. Uh, I just don't understand it. Like he'll wake up at like four in the morning because he has to be online all the time. And granted, you know, for my day job, and I'm sure two of you could probably relate. You're, you're on you're in front of a computer all day. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. you're just doing it for somebody else. But uh, I couldn't. I think, Bill, you put it nicely. I, I like that safety net there. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd much rather I'm spending that time in front of a computer be doing golf things. But it's like. Yeah, you know, well, we see it all the time. How many people how many people today are going to write about oh, so the supposedly it's coming the Ryder Cup announcement? I mean, OK. One guy found that out, put it out there, and then everybody wrote the same thing. And Ricky Fowler won this tournament, and this is a club he had in his bag. And he said these same quotes, you know, you read it in a billion other places. And it's like, 
Oh, well, that's just going to be a grind that's to, how get it where, to get where. Exactly. That's how it relates to the Golf Channel discussion and how it ended up with Back Nine. And then you think of like all the people that just got laid off at SB Nation. You think about, you know, the whole Deadspin fiasco, which was for a different reason, I understand. But, yeah. you know, at, at some point they can just flip the switch. Content isn't getting the page views anymore and they just wipe out an entire group. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I, I don't, that's not attractive to me. That's what kills me. And you see the commenters on Barstool Sports all the time talking about how these guys are like the biggest boondoggle boys ever because they get to go play all these courses and go on all these trips. But then they like don't do golf coverage. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, great. We saw Riggs play a hole poorly four <laughs> times this week. Hey, what happened on the PGA Tour? Oh, not a word about it. And I'm like, yeah. you guys have the backing power of Barstool Sports and that machine and basically a safety net that the three of us would kill for to do it how they do it. And I'm like, and you're just shitting the bed and it's so unfortunate. Yeah. Look, let's not make it. I, I know you guys have talked about this before, but, you know, unfiltered alert. Those guys wouldn't be anything if it wasn't for the the safety net, yeah. like you put it, for for, for the massive megaphone that they've got. Yeah, there's Absolutely no right. way those guys get hired anywhere other than where they are right now. No, not a chance. Well, no. Riggs was brought on to be like because he's you know Harvard grad and played hockey. He was like brought on to be a political guy, and then shocking, nobody cared what he had to say about it. One right. guy's just Dave's assistant and happens to really like golf, so all right, he's on it, and then. Well, they needed somebody else to do the show at the time. So the Iowa guy's like, well, I, I, I kind of do golf. So my, they just totally stumbled in it and not even for the reason they're there. And it's like, yeah, it's because Barstool, there's an opportunity that you guys that some finally identified after being there how long. And they were like, yep, go see how it works. And then, of course, the problem is the demographic that site hits. I'll just leave it at that. Huge mm-hmm. golf crowd. And sure. they're just like, yeah, yeah, drink the Kool-Aid, man. Yeah. But I won't, hey, as I said, I won't begrudge him of the hustle. I mean, there's a lot of it I'm just flat out jealous of. I'll admit it. Hey, same here. I mean, there's uh, good for them. Good for them. There's website X, website Y. You know, they've done a really great job with the opportunity they were given. And I just think it's important to remember that a lot of times opportunities are given. I was given mm-hmm. opportunities. I am, you know, what I do now, like, it's it's for fun, really. I mean, yeah, we have some... Uh, clients. We have some people that we help market their stuff in a more formal manner. Uh, but at the end of the day, like you said, Bill, and Chris, you said the same, it's just doing it for fun, like what you guys are doing now. And anything excuse more than me? that? Excuse <laughs> me? This show for fun? This is a This is a everyday show. <laughs> this stop, this, this is like purgatory. After like 10 episodes. <laughs> Except for resurgences after three and a half hours with three-year-olds pooping in your car. Brings a whole oh. new life into it. And you're like, you know what? Let's keep going another 72. <laughs> um, all right. So back nine network. I don't know about you guys. I, I said a few shows ago. I don't remember how many. I think the world's going to eventually the PGA is going to fall off into its own online subscription with everybody cutting the cord now. And what is it? Golf live. Is that what the yeah, PGA golf live you know, something like that? Yeah. It's th- that's going to be everything for golf there's not you know it's not gonna be like tune into abc nbc cbs p uh espn whatever you're not gonna have any of that it's gonna be 
No, you just got to buy the golf app on your smart TV and you can watch Mm -hmm. it there. Cause I don't see, I don't see another, you know, golf channels just going to get folded into that with NBC or how, you know, if NBC finds a way to do it and we're not going to have any new, I mean, I, because everybody thinks golf's a big lucrative industry. I'm sure we'll see somebody try to make a go of it and it's just not going to go anywhere. If anybody could figure out how to incorporate sports betting, which they're already thinking of doing, that's yeah. that's going to be the big money maker. I right, mean, that's where the money is. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> All right, I think we've beaten that into the ground. I got. I'm going to ask you guys since we we have a a third party today instead of just telling Chris what we're going to talk about. Do you guys <laughs> want to talk about Phase Four opening in Chicago and what that means for, or I should say, Illinois and what that means for golf? Do you want to talk about uh, supposedly baseball is going to be back? Or, Chris, do you want to talk about? Um, do you want to talk about your depressing announcement you apparently have? Oh yeah, my sad trombone story. Yeah, yeah. Well, I will. I will uh, formally announce it here. Oh, before I do that, shout out to uh, the JB. Speaking of which, who um, apparently has um, adopted um, golf nerdery and gear nerdery. <laughs> Which yeah, I really saw that right, right. Which, which came up in the uh, in the other podcast with uh, Dan Edwards, Canadan, which I thought was pretty fun. So, um, anyways, today I formally announced Bill that the Arizona golf trip is off. Oh, wait a minute! Canceled. Not Chris McEwen isn't going to do it. The whole the whole tournament's the whole, off. The whole tournament has been canceled for 2020. How many people were in it? 40. Oh my god. Yeah, 20. Well, here's the thing: it was 40 people. It was 40 guys. 20, <clears throat> 26. We're at one house. We're staying. We were going to stay at one giant, like whatever it was. You know, twelve thousand square foot. Adam, just to remind you, he has a free Prius and doesn't have a mortgage. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's why he gets giant houses for the week. Well, well, what happens is if you get enough people to to pitch in, the house is pretty cheap for the for the whole three day trip. The house the house was like one fifty a piece. Yeah, but that story is not as funny. <clears throat> so, anyways, but that is that yeah. is true. By the way, it's like we can sleep on in bathtubs and stuff. Hell yeah. It's going to be like 50 bucks a guy. This is awesome. Well, it's funny because yeah, there is, there's an eight car garage in this, in this house. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my God, you could fit like 15 dudes in an eight car garage with some cots or air mattresses. Like got this thing for sure covered. <laughs> yeah. Right. But yeah. So today, so today I sent out the, uh, the official post that we weren't going to have it. Um, one guy that's supposed to be coming currently is in bed and has been in bed for a week, sick, half to death. Um, With coronavirus? We don't know. He's waiting for his test results, but he's in Arizona. This trip was going to be in Arizona, Adam, um, which is basically like, you know, the breeding ground right now. Yeah, right. It's uh, it's a petri dish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And Scotty, my little brother, he he was the second to to, uh, self-cancel. Because he t- it turned out that someone that he was working with has it, tested positive, and it's the person that he shares a keyboard with. Oh, God. So, yeah. So, Scotty was out, and we were getting a couple of people. A couple of people are hitting me up. It's, it's a weird thing because, you know, men, God, we're the worst. Like, mm-hmm. we, 
there's this whole, especially in the Southwest. And I, I, I love all those guys out there, each and every one of them. I'm going to miss them so much this year, but there's this thing where like, they don't want to be the one that's like, I'm worried about this. I don't want to mm-hmm. go. Instead, they kind of like sort of passively, like not, not, a, not passive aggressive, but passively ask like, what do you think about that? You know what I mean? They're kind of leaning on me a little bit to be like, yeah, this is no one's, no one's willing to be the bad guy to be like, there might be a majority who want the fun. I'm just going to cancel it. You know, I'll be the one speaking out against it. So they make some, because then, you know, they don't want to be the guy that everyone else is like, Oh, you, you know, whatever. And, and that whole sort of machismo sort of thing. right? Right. And so they kind of, they kind of tiptoe around it and I, you know. How like, many no, out of the 40 do you think we're leaning toward like, this isn't a good idea. We should cancel this. Probably. Of the 40, I'd say at least 10, if not 15. Mm. So, I mean, you, you had to make a little bit of a call there because there's probably yeah. enough people who are like, no, we're going to do this. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I know that wasn't easy and, uh, dude, it sucked, man. Like when I was writing it, I'm like, this is so depressing. And then as soon as I hit send, I'm like, give me a beer. I need a drink. (laughs) I'm like so impressed. It's like, it's like, I'm proud of you. Thanks. You did, you did the right thing. And you uh, you and Scotty both said the exact same thing. He said, he's proud of you. He didn't say he was proud of me, but he said like, you did the right thing. Scotty, (laughs) I know you listen. Probably should have said you're proud of him too. You can text him later. <laughs> he said, "He said, he said it's not your fault." Right. And, he just, and he just kept saying it. He just kept he texting was. it over and over and over again. Just kept. It's like, hey, how do I select all and paste on this phone? All right. Um, well, that sucks. Maybe we can do a. Uh, I'm not calling it a replacement. It would not be a replacement, but maybe we can do some sort of um, modified memorial makeup of 2020 here locally with with some of us pals yeah riv and i are already kicking around some some ideas um another chicagoan has hit me up like what are we going to do instead so i'll let you guys know um, nice what what we decide on but i would really like it to be some sort of rider cup format of some kind call it what we do in Arizona call it writer cup w-r-i-t-e-r because of all the golf writers involved oh Oh, I will see myself out this second story window (laughs) you are you are fired from podcasts that's it it's a good thing you had him unfiltered (laughs) on he's like don't worry I'll tighten this shit up for you guys once and for all Chris, play the new intro. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, hey, speaking of needing to have a beer, Chris, I bought yeah. I bought you a bunch of new Glarus beer today. Oh, did you find some? Or did you I, find you are you gonna give me some of that stout stuff that you found? No, I didn't buy it because you said, Hey, I'll take some Belgian red and some raspberry tart in right. a coffee stout wife. if you can find it. I found Correct. cases but not like six packs or 12 packs of new Glarus coffee stout at my usual place. So there's like one 24 pack of coffee stout. Yeah, man. Oh my God. And I'm like, I know you You're living I, on that for, yeah, ever. I was going to say, I don't think you want 24 of any beer from this place just cause I know I you. would oh. just, I would give you six and I give Josh six and Adam, six. you know, I'd be like, I would just be doling it out. And then I'd be like, I don't, I don't, need I don't 24 want four beers. I'll take two bottles. I, well, and I thought about that. I'm like, maybe I'll just buy it and I'll take some, like, I don't want half of this. I don't want six of it. Like <laughs> right. I'd be like, it's sure. I'll so, have one or two. 
So there's uh, not to interrupt, but have you had breaking news on your podcast before? There's, Once or twice. There's there's what, what breaking news. Uh, just got tweeted a minute ago. Another coronavirus withdrawal imminent at the Travelers. Story coming up shortly. Really? Oh. It's Roy McIlroy. Yeah, this time we can't even we can't hang out with yeah, right? Yeah, I don't know what it is. Well, so Cam Champ was earlier today. He was. You saw that? Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't Cameron, see that. Yeah, Cameron Champ withdrew earlier today, so he's the second one. And now that I'm hearing that there's a third. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt no, I, your, wow. your beer talk. No, no. It's much better to talk about than New Glarus beer, which, by the way, mm. Adam Unfiltered, if you need me to bring you any Spotted Cow home, just let me know. Oh, God. Last time I drank Spotted Cow was at a wedding. They had it on tap, and I threw up in a fern. <laughs> That's And it was it was <laughs> oddly... A wedding right I'd say it was oddly uh, existential and magical. There's something about it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. And we actually, I felt fat because my wife, uh, we, you know, I woke up hungover dead. Uh, she tried to take me to, apparently there's some place in Milwaukee that's got some out of this world Bloody Marys. It's like just ridiculous. I don't even know. I, I have no idea the name of the bar, but it's got like full double cheeseburger as one of the accoutrements, if you will. Right. Uh, on the, in, the, uh, in the in the in Bloody the Mary, in oh the glass. She pulls up to it. She says, all right, we're here. Get out. I said, I can't do it. And, I, and she just she just rolled her eyes, didn't talk to me all the way home. You're like, crack, <laughs> go ahead, crack a window. I'll just be reclining the seat here. <laughs> I'm dying slowly. Oh, God. Hey, quick shout out. Milwaukee, quietly an awesome city. I Oh, I is. love Milwaukee, man. There yeah, are pockets, sure. sure, like all cities, like mm, not great. But Milwaukee overall, kind of love it. Kind of love Milwaukee. Some people are like you should move there if you know you're not being like, uh, listen, while I have a lot of issues with Chicago, I would not trade Chicago for Milwaukee any day of the week. Maybe, well, no, maybe for a break, maybe like a four year break might be nice. But that's what I mean. Milwaukee to Chicago is like, you know, it's it's like a little uh, day trip. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. a day vacation. And then we go back to civilization. <laughs> right. That's what's that's what's nice about Milwaukee is that it's there. We want to spend a couple hours and then head back. Are yeah. they uh, are they in phase, whatever Wisconsin? <laughs> I don't know. Wisconsin. They're, in, they're phase, in like phase like six it, or seven. It's, probably. Yeah, it's they're not a number. And, Being up here, actually, I will say though, I follow uh, the social media legend Charlie Barons of the Manitowoc Minute, and he's a uh, he's out of Milwaukee, and that he in the videos he's been posting, there's a lot of masks in Milwaukee. But I'll tell you what, man, around here, 0.0. So I was at a place today, mask and all, and no one in there has a mask on. And they're playing like news AM radio of some sort. And it's this guy. It's You can tell it's a conservative station. And the guy's like, I have kids who have gotten the coronavirus. This thing is not going away. That's why we all need to wear our masks and still be safe and just follow the rules. And I was like, you know, I mean, even the radio station you're listening to, that's like, yeah, they took our jobs. Oh. You're like, they're telling you to wear the mask. Just wear the mask. And they they don't do it up here. And I know the numbers, yeah. the data okay, speaks to the risk. But you're like, God help you. Once this thing unrolls. I mean, and like I was telling Chris the other day, they are just up in each other's grills, like right on top of each other at stores. No worries. I'm like, all right, you do you, Wisconsin. You do you. They follow up to uh, the COVID-19 positive test. Yeah. 
Graham McDowell's caddy has right. tested positive. Mm. So that's according to Eamon Lynch. Mm-hmm. Graham McDowell's withdrawn because his caddy has tested positive for it. What it's this? just going to snowball. I mean, oh yeah, it's going to keep going. I mean, yeah, we had today, um, kind of in my day job, uh, we do a bunch of stuff on the West Coast, and we were throughout this entire time we've had these aren't like necessarily employees, but we do like franchisee stuff, whatever. Five members of our different like within the staff have been tested positive. Three delivery men tested positive. And 15 people tested positive at a warehouse that delivers to us. So, oh. like, our whole supply chain is all jacked up now because they shut down that whole warehouse. That was in one week on the West Coast, Southern right. Cal and Arizona. Oh, well, you're staying yeah. home. Oh, I'm staying. I'm very staying. I was staying home a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, really? Yeah. Did you start a podcast about it by chance? <laughs> 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 all right, boys. Uh, I'm not going to lie. We got to wrap this thing up, but I do not mind Adam Unfiltered showing up on this podcast. I like the flow. It's true. It's true. I don't, it's true. I don't Whenever you it. guys want. Whenever you guys want. I'll oh, be happy you, to do it. You son of a See, bitch. Tomorrow, be we've careful. got like 12 shows left. <laughs> careful what you wish for. <laughs> Chris, I got it. I got to tell you, man, and I, I'm right there with you in the negatives on this, but it's like when I saw the link. When you sent the podcast recording link out today and I yeah. saw day 72, I'm kind of like, hmm, it's not. Think about when we started this. It's not that far off. We could just see this up to triple digits and pull the plug. Oh yeah. I'll have to have a sit down with my wife. Oh, yeah. No, that lecture. That's that's where we start having to get creative. Like, no, there's a host rotation. All right, tonight's Tommy O'Connell and Adam Unfiltered. Okay, tonight's tonight's Chris and Bill. Oh, now it's Chris and Tommy. Oh, John Claffey and Adam Unfiltered. Where did this happen? We got right. nothing to talk about. I mean, just hey, John, how are you? Good. How are you? Uh, this podcast is still going. Don't you think their logo is kind of menacing and does not give you a positive feeling? Yeah, it's pretty poor. Yeah, there. All right, good show. It's five minutes. Perfect. Right. Jeez. God. I just got a paper cut. How did I just get a paper cut? Good lord. I'm bleeding all over the place. We're supposed to wrap this up. I have I have two of them in my in my left hand from I never I we didn't talk about this, Bill, on the show on whatever it was, Monday, but I cleaned every blind in my condo. Oh, I don't like where this is going. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So and we've got, you know, um in the stew. We've got full, you know, ceiling to floor windows with the with blinds, and then in each bedroom we've got um, not quite ceiling to floor, but you know, whatever ceiling to three quarters of the way down. So these are like long blinds, long vertical blinds. Took them all down, threw them in the bathtub, and then I was sliding them through my hands one at a time, wiping off kind of the dust. Mm. And yeah, I sliced the living shit out of the palm of my hand, and I didn't know it <sighs> until. This is the best part. I was making a loaf of bread, naturally. Oh, mm-hmm. And, you know, you add salt to the dough. <laughs> and so I poured a handful of salt into my left hand to sprinkle onto the dough. And there was like straight fire oh. running in, like through my hand. And so I washed it off. And then like, you know, three hours later, we went outside for a walk or whatever and came back in. And so I, I used the uh, disinfectant 
mm. hand sanitizer on my hands. And there it was again, alcohol in the paper cuts. Guys, we must have some weird uh, Trinity bond because I too have a hand <laughs> wound story. We should have opened with the hand wound story. Well, it's just none of us. Well, Adam needed to get it during the show. So that's true. That's true. He had to do it live on the radio. We were doing it live. Um, (laughs) We had a nice rainstorm come through today. So I'm like, let's get the fishing lines out. Caught uh, a couple keeper bluegill and I was holding one. And I like just didn't get it right. You know how they have the spiny, uh, spiny fins. Well, that's like, you know, and they're all in what the like bottom the base of my fingers and it got me in three fingers drawing blood um which i thought was like the fish i thought it was the fish's blood from like pulling the hook out or something you know and then i realized like oh it's my hand so i didn't think anything of it and went on the drive to the infamous garbage area where we had to throw away the uh car poop (laughs) And my wife hands me hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer after like going to the dumpster. She's like, here, do you want some hand sanitizer? Forgot about my hand. Pour it in and just rub, rub it into all of the fish spine wounds. And it <laughs> burned. Fun. Yeah. I mean, it was worse than it's worse than the actual injury. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right, so for sure. It was, you know, your what your salt. Well, actually, you did both. You did salt in the wound, literally, <sighs> and hand sanitized it. My goodness. It's probably that's, that's this bread better be good. That's all I gotta say. It's gone. I ate it already. All right, so oh. good. <laughs> I hope Chris makes these little baby loaves so he can just eat I them do. all in one. He, put, he puts two days into them, but he k- kills it in ten minutes because it's like six inches wide at most. It's true. Like it's two sandwiches and then like a snack. It's gone. Mm, but it's delicious. It's so good though. God, God only this stupid show would we end. Talking about cutting our hands open on stupid things and burning them and then finishing with bread talk. God bless the Lockdown Golf Podcast. All right, boys. Adam Unfiltered, thanks for joining us. We'll have you back yes, soon because I, I liked how this went. And uh, <laughs> hey, Chris. Yeah. I'll see you later, man. All right. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs>